Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordo, having a birthday today. And how about this tweet coming in from our friend Bumbershoot? He says, happy birthday to the most successful, most talented, most interesting, most impressive, and most handsome man around. And the man who always has the best new car, best stories, and best not sports report, Chester Shadows. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was, who was, was that from Chester? Oh, was he describing Chester? No, he was describing Chester. Okay. Well, I don't know what to make of that. What do you mean? That was the most flattering tweet I've ever seen. What do you mean you don't know what to make of that? Well, Chester is kind of colorful, as it were. What does that mean? Well, you know, he's... Colorful? He's seen all sides of life. Hmm. Well, thank you, there. from Chester. That's all you thank needed. You. That's that's really all you uh, unneeded to say right there. All right, let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone, get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. The television voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend Craig Bowler Jack, coming to us from the Big Apple. What's up, Bowler? Jay Gordon, how are you? Bowler, just don't go in the employee entrance there. To... Oh, I know, man. I tell you, Spike's upset. Dolan and uh, Spike, I think the relationship must be broken. He's not. He will not be here, or will not attend uh, tomorrow night at the Garden. So uh, I'm a little upset about that. But uh, he said he will return next year. You know, i got to be honest, man. There's been a lot of issues with uh, Mr. Dolan, the ownership uh, of the, the Knicks. I think you guys would agree. I'm just not sure where this um, this franchise is going under his toolage, but uh, as long as the Jazz win, we get out of town and go to Boston. That's okay, I guess, right? Bowler, before we go further with the basketball, it is our boy Gordon's birthday. Yeah, I uh, just thought you might want to roast him a little bit, maybe for oh, his absolutely. birthday or absolutely. Or something along you know, those does lines? he have his walker with him tonight, or <laughs> right. he It's right here. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, look, when you're 79 and you're going on 80, you just want to make sure that he's a healthy man, mentally and physically. And, uh, you know, I, I respect and love this man. We've worked together for years and years. I just want to wish him a, a really a happy birthday. And I just hope health and his mental health uh, continues to be strong uh, as we move forward. Uh, and, Gordon, I can't wish a, a better happy day for you, my friend. Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's a terrific BSer. It's always, yes, he, yes uh, he's always been good at that as well. In our time together at another place called the Big, you guys have taken this to, to the next. Congratulations on that. Gordon, i got to ask you, though, man, if I may, Jake, I don't know if you and, and Austin got together for a gift, but can you share with uh, – maybe you've already done this, but from the Big Apple Valley, can you did, – did, what kind of gifts did you receive today? Nothing from these guys. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Outside of that, tell Bowler about your shoes that you just yeah. love telling everybody I, about. I got, yeah. I got some very nice uh, J1s, some Jordans. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, very uh, very nice shoes. I got those, and I got some Vans, and I got, uh, 
I got a couple of uh, T-shirts, you know, just just casual. Are they color coordinated and a hat or two that goes with those shirts? No, no hats, but I'm sure. No hats. I'm sure I got something that'll work. Uh, Good with them. Uh, I just happened to catch yesterday. I think it was Austin. I think posted. Did you not like clear out your phone or you? Uh, I think I saw seven days of color yes, coordinated. Sir. Outfits yeah. by one Gordon Monson. Okay, clearing out yeah. the old phone gallery and yeah, saw I thought you were. this yeah. week plus worth of uh, monochromatic uh, well, outfits, I, and so I, I put think them the all one together. that caught my eye was Alvin from the Chipmunks. <laughs> that, that one, that one caught my eye there, Gordo. You know, you know, Bowler. Austin didn't even include the most controversial one of all, and that was the brown versus gray uh, get up. Oh, that's right. It was a comment I think we had last week, and no one could, no one could. In turn, whether or not you were wearing gray or brown. Yeah, not that anybody cared, but everybody wanted to be right. And, uh, and it was gray. Half of us were, and Jake was on the wrong yeah, side. Yeah. But, Bowler, yeah. I want to tell you this. Now, we've worked together a long time, but I appreciate you putting up with me because I'm like 20 years older than Bowler. And, and 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 I was trying to teach him and tutor him along the way. Yes, you did. And, and he yeah. was he was a good pupil. He listened yeah. well. So yeah, yeah. The, I always uh, you know Jake, as you know, and you're doing this now uh, because of your young age. But as we, as the younger uh, you know crowd, we try to uh, respect the elders, and that's <laughs> yes, what I've do. always tried to do. Fact. Yes, that is a good point. <laughs> I've always tried to do that, my friend. So, Bowler, where are you now with the Jazz? Uh, have you learned anything new, or do you have any other insights after what you saw against a, 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 a not a very good team, uh, the Cavs, heading into this Knicks game? Well, I think break this down that really the Jazz played a higher a higher level of talent uh, during that four game slippage, and you hope that maybe the confidence rebuilds against a lower level talent of Wizards and the Cavaliers, and we see the New York Knicks tomorrow night, who, by the way, have won two in a row uh, with wins over Chicago. But the one that really, I think, caught everybody's eye last night was uh, the uh, the way they were able to, to beat the Houston Rockets at home. Um, you know, again, I think a couple of things have happened, I, and I hope this builds into a rematch with Boston Friday night, and then you've got another game with a lower-level team against Detroit on a back-to-back Saturday before we come back home. But what the Jazz have been able to do is regain some confidence, uh, Bogdanovich uh, especially with the three-ball. the three ball. In the last two games, they're hitting 50% of their shots, and that's who they are. Um, you know, 39 of 78. I was looking, doing some noodling like Locke does with numbers today and I thought okay good the three ball but also the turnover still concerned me they gave up 15 last night 21 points scored by the Cavs but the Jazz were able to survive easily and win that game by 13 on the road look the road's not easy and and to Jazz fans let me just reiterate that the road in the NBA is not easy and so anytime you win on the road I think it tells you uh, again, a lot about a team who can, you know, go through a run or two, which what the Cavs did last night with Love and company. And I get that it's not easy, but the Jazz survived, and I thought, you know, played a solid game despite the turnovers. They shot the ball well, and that's who they have to be. They have to hit shots, and I know people are, you know, rolling their eyes, going, "Well, of course, that's what the league's about." But for this team, the way they're built. 
there's very little, you know, error, room for error. And, the, you know, the Utah shot, you know, 50, 53% or 57% on the floor, and they hit their threes, 20 of 41. That's really good. That's why they lead the league in three-point percentage. But I'm so concerned about, you know, turnovers, especially this time of year where you need to be a little more solid. It's not the turnovers, but the points that are scored. And you're giving teams uh, a mental boost when you allow them to run down the floor and score on you with ease. So it's the one thing I hope the Jazz can figure out as we move forward. And the games are, you know, look, there's 22 games left. We played 60, which is amazing. So the two-game scheme of things, you got 22. And he's out as, as we move forward. You know, the Conley situation can is fluid, as I think he looks more comfortable the last couple of games. And I, that's good if they're going to stay with this lineup with O'Neal as a starter and Joe as a sixth man. Uh, I still think Joe has to get more involved and still has to have more touches. How that happens, I don't know. Uh, but I think Joe Ingles is a, is a player that needs more than two shots like he had last night. He's still doing his thing, directing traffic with assists, and that's good. But I think the Jazz still need Joe Ingles uh, and his three ball and the ability to find Rudy, which is what he does so well. So that's kind of a long, you know, discussion of, uh, you know, our, my thoughts as we go into uh, another road game tomorrow night against the Knicks. But they're winning, I guess, in, in, the, in, in real time. That's the most important thing is to get back on track. I think they're building confidence, and hopefully that confidence is going to go up in Boston. Bowler, you mentioned Rudy, and I thought last night against the Cavs he had his best game in maybe a month. I mean, I Rudy, agree. Yeah, I agree. He was he was awesome, and I, you know, at times it feels like they're almost forcing it to to him because he's got a shorter guy on him. What clicked last night? What do you think was the difference? Well, spacing is one thing, and you're right, man, Jake. I tell you, I think when you force the ball, what happens? Gobert turns the ball over, or the pass is errant, and. You know, Gordo, you've written about it a couple of really good columns the last week or so about the the, the where the Jazz are, and I think Gobert is is so important that he gets the easy bucket at the rim because that's what he does in the sense of offense. He's kind of one dimensional in the in the regard of, of at the rim. You know, he really can't turn and face a bucket, and his hook shot is is very uh, let's just say. Uh, not a real common shot. So Rudy's got to get the ball delivered perfectly, and I think Joe delivers that. And the spacing last night seemed to be a little bit better for him. Uh, and, again, can he continue to hit some free throws, which, you know, again, he's been up and down throughout the season. But last night, you know, the Jazz really hit a few free throws. But, you know, he's 8 of 9 from the floor, Jake. And so you get 20, you miss the double-double by a rebound. But, his, he looked more energetic. I thought the whole Jazz just had more kick in their, you know, in their step. I thought they were just more athletic. It looked fresher to me. Uh, Rudy got the five blocks. He was able to move laterally much better, and I just thought he was able to, you know, anticipate where the shot was going uh, than he had in the in the prior five games, or maybe as you said in the last month or so. He was kind of stuck. He wasn't really blocking the shots. Uh, and especially since the All-Star break, but he's up to 115 on the season. Everybody just looked like a more confident group. It's amazing what one win can do at home before you jump out on the road. So, uh, you know, again, continue to 
continue to shoot the three, continue to rebound, continue to pass the ball. The other part of that equation is 30 assists last night against the Cavaliers. And that tells you another thing is that the old blender is working, that they're moving, and they seem to be crisp, they're cutting, and all of a sudden the Jazz seem to you know, be in a much better place than they were just uh, you know, a week ago. Jake, you used a term earlier for these games against lesser teams, uh, like a preparatory game or something. What'd you call it? Yeah, like a dress rehearsal. A dress almost. rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, that's, a, that's a good analogy. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about that bowler because what is the usefulness of these games against teams like the Cavs and the Knicks when you have the Celtics waiting out there? And I think uh, when the Jazz get back, they get Toronto, right? And so right. We, we we're all comparing. We're in our minds. We're we're trying to figure out where this team will be 20 games from now when the postseason starts and obviously they're going to be playing quality opponents from there or an opponent from that point on do you think this team can get prepared for that kind of test uh are you where are you on that uh, whole thing I, I think that's the question that everyone wants the answer to i really as to the course of 82 you're going to pick up losses that you shouldn't lose and wins that maybe maybe surprise you. But as the Jazz crawl up this ladder of expectations, Gordo, of, of winning uh, a Western Conference championship, the two seed as everything everyone talked about in the in the off season this past summer, uh, those these are the games you have to win and win, you know, with, with confidence and I think passion and and you walk away with your chest kind of out saying, absolutely, we're supposed to win by 15 or 20. And it's the same thing tomorrow night against the Knicks. Uh, but all of a sudden, New York has won a couple, and maybe they're you know, feeling good about themselves, too, despite their struggles of 19 wins this season. So uh, I think that's really the question i got to answer. There's got to be games now down the stretch that they, the Jazz have to make a statement. If you're going to be taken seriously, and I think the fan base is the same way, after the struggles at home, after the All-Star break, losing four or five, the quality teams, by the way, in the West, uh, you've got to find another game like against Boston where you come out and say, hey, look, we're back. We lost our confidence, but we now know who we are. And if that doesn't happen you know, on Friday night, then you start scratching your head again. Because I think you know, early in the season we talked about time, giving Conley – Bogdanovich and everyone time to adjust. Well, 60 games in, I think you guys would agree, right? That I think fans understand this as well, is that the time is over for adjustment. The time now is to be who who you should be and to play as one and to really make a push uh, back uh, in the Western Conference because if you have those expectations and everything that was a hype before the season started has got to come to fruition right right now. And you have to prove that you can beat Boston on the road. You have to prove you can beat Toronto back in Salt Lake City. And you've got a multitude of one-night you know, one road trips uh, throughout the month of March. And if it's not now, I don't know when it's going to be because the clock is ticking. And you have to reestablish yourself, I think, in the minds of your opponent that this team uh, has figured it out and they are a dangerous one you don't want to face in the first round of the playoffs. 
Craig Bowler, Jack with us, television voice of the Utah Jazz. And Bowler, we always love it when you have a chance to jump on with us on Tuesdays. Enjoy uh, enjoy New York City, and we'll uh, be watching tomorrow. Well, I know where I'll be, at the Garden. Spike won't be there, but uh, <laughs> Gordo, as I leave uh, for the night, just again, happy birthday. Jake, make sure he gets home safe, will you? I'll do my best, Bowler. <laughs> Thanks, Bowler. Right, I appreciate it. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Greg Buller Jack, our good friend, joining us, says he does each and every Tuesday. Long-time friend. Long-time friend. Yeah, man, Buller's the best. Um, you know, he, he's right, though. The Jazz need to find that other level and need to find it pretty quickly here. I think that's – I think Buller summed it up nicely. I think that's what we're all waiting for, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And well, who are the Jazz really? That's – the thing seems slippery, you know? Just about the time you're thinking, okay, the Jazz look like they they got it going, and you know they've slipped, and then they turn it around, and then they slip again, and so I'm not sure. I I can't remember being this far into the season and not really having a handle on a on a team. It is yet. bizarre, and well, especially a team whose whose record is not dreadful. I mean, it's not like the Jazz are awful. Right, it's not right. like they're this really good team and on the outside looking in, and you're going, "God, I thought this was a playoff team." Right. I mean, the record is fine. So, so, so it's a that's a part of the mystery, right? Uh, are, are they are they that good? Well, they just ride these waves this year, which has been yeah. the the weird part. I mean, where the the highs are high and the lows are just rock bottom. Isn't this it's a weird. function of shooting? Um, if they make their shots, then they're good. If they don't, they're not. Yeah, I think it's a function of shooting, but to simplify Sounds, it just to that. I get I, it. I, I get it. That's a simplification, but it sure seems like it. <laughs> but it doesn't explain, like, the defense being here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah. And it doesn't explain how one game the ball is moving and popping, and like last night they have 30 assists on, what was it, 40-some made field goals? Hold on, give me one, uh, one second. 30 assists on 47 made field goals, and you're thinking, okay, there it is. And then the next night it's just take turns, play one-on-one, and they have, 16 assists. But is that not a function of the defense they're facing? Although, I'm not sure that the Suns have a particularly stiff resistance. Well, and and yes, it is to a certain extent. But at what point, and I think this might be something that Rudy Gobert's frustrated about, at what point do the Jazz enforce their will on someone else? Yeah. And that's, of course, basketball. I mean, it's a delicate thing. But But the whole thing with the Suns game that I brought up, how do you explain that? How do you explain the Jazz struggling against a team that has some firepower, I get it, but it's not like they were running into uh, the Great Wall of China there. Because it got hard, and instead of fighting through it, they waved the white flag, unfortunately, mm. in that particular game, if you want to talk about a one-off game. Right. I mean, right. yeah, there's, there's no excuse for getting blown out by the Suns. Suns play, came and played hard. There's no doubt that they played hard in that game, and maybe the Jazz weren't effect- ex- expecting that. Yeah. The Suns played hard, and it got a little hard for the Jazz, and instead of buttoning it up on defense and, and playing like they know they can, they just gave up and gave up 133 points or whatever it is to the Phoenix Suns. So if you were going to give one piece of advice to the Jazz as they face these final 20 or so games, a little bit more, is it 22, something like that, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? Play hard. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Effort level, yep. 100%, especially on defense because they're at physical disadvantages. So the only thing they've got is that plucky grittiness you like so much in Riley Nelson. Then if the shots go in or they don't go in, that's one thing you can control. Playing hard. Effort. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll have more coming up next. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Lesson learned. 
want a ticket to anywhere Maybe we make a deal Maybe together we can get somewhere Anything I have a nice car Ryan wanted to dedicate a car song to Gordon. It's Gordon's birthday. I want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks. They're the home to complete business telecommunications and IT solutions. Uh, backed by an industry-leading um, SIA that is guaranteed for your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Sorry. Sorry. My copy cuts off the, like, bottom and the top of some sentences there, so it makes it a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's weird how that happened. Yeah, so, sorry <laughs> Call about Syringa. that. Call Syringa. Give Syringa a call. We love the good folks at Syringa. Uh, Syringa. Go to syringanetworks.net. Check them out. They can, uh, they can take care of you. Uh, Gordon, some some quick football just to mix in here, and I know you've been diligently following the the combine. Uh, but Jordan Love, measurables really good, performed yep. pretty well. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I just saw CBS Sports's latest mock draft, and they still have Jordan Love going as the fourth quarterback taken, but they have him going at the end of the first round to the Patriots. Man, I, well that would be nice for Jordan. If I were Jordan, I would hope for that. If I were Jordan Love, I honestly would hope to go at the bottom part of the first round. And and the thing with NFL and quarterbacks, doesn't the fit where you land matter so very it much? It sure does. I agree with that completely. And look, I, I, mo- many of the mock drafts I've seen have Jordan going before that. Um, I, I In this particular one, again, this is just, uh-huh. uh, what's his name, Tom Fornelli yeah, at CBS Sports. Guessing. Uh, he's got Justin Herbert going at six. As the third quarterback taken, and then Jordan Love dropping all the way to what is New England? What is that? Twenty six, something like that. I've seen him as high as top ten. So I mean, Jordan is really impressed, and good for him. But I don't think he wants to go top ten. That's the thing. That's the thing that intrigued me about this this Fornelli mock is is I was kind of thinking if I'm Jordan Love, what am I really cheering for? Do I want to? Do you really want to go like? Uh, do you really want to go somewhere like? I don't know, Jacksonville or Cleveland, even if it meant that you went ninth or 10th? No, it's, or would it's, you rather go at the bottom part of the first round to a team that's got some players? It's pay me now or pay me later. You know, you get more uh, off the top. But, man, I, I think that going to the New England Patriots for Jordan Love would be spectacular. He'd, he'd sign for less, but you tell me a quarterback in that environment wouldn't thrive? Or even like this, uh, the Fornelli has uh, Jacob Eason going 31 to the Bucks. I wouldn't mind going to the Bucks if they're moving on from Jameis Winston and they're not going to sign a free agent. Or even if they did sign a, a temporary guy. The Bucks are loaded with talent, and they've got Arians there who's a quarterback guy. Like, I would want to make sure that I got into a good situation. Like, I feel bad for Joe Burrow. He's probably going to go number one to the Bengals, yeah, and the yeah. Bengals are going to screw it up. They're not going to surround him with anything, and next thing you know, he's he's going to be Ryan Tannehill clinging, trying to hold on to a starting spot with some other team that's not the Cincinnati Bengals. The only way that wouldn't be the case is if if management starts doing a better job, which we've got you know decades of history that well, would probably that. lead you to believe that, yeah. that that's not going to happen. Or I mean, you know, the the at pick number two, the Redskins have interviewed Tua, and they're threatening to take Tua, which is an obvious bluff to get uh, Miami to freak out and give them some picks to trade up. But anyway, point being, like, if you're Tua, 
and you're you're thinking like think about this. Where would you rather go to the Redskins or the Dolphins if you're Tua? Can you pick neither? <laughs> but at least the Dolphins have a, a decent head coach. It would seem. Yeah, I'd rather go to the Dolphins. And maybe Ron Rivera catches lightning in a bottle again, like he did with the Panthers. But what are the odds of that with Dan Snyder? Slim to none. But that's the thing, going high, and in the NFL, it's not like you get paid a ton more like you do in other sports. You know, as long well, as you, you go do, in the first round, yeah, I'd be feeling pretty good about myself. You still get paid more. Okay, a, a couple of bucks. I mean, I'd what rather... Is, what is the scale? I'm, I mean, I, I thought it was substantial. Uh, let's see, who was a first-round pick that uh, they were talking about who was making like two and a half million bucks or something like that. But anyway, I, I'll Google well, it. Well, yeah, you're, you're the money guy. You figure that stuff out. But I, it seems to me like if you go in the top five picks, you're going to be making substantially more than what you would make at the 30th pick. I, but, but again, I would rather go to a situation where the coaches know what they're doing, management knows how to treat players, and they know how to win. We talk about this culture thing all the time. The reason we talk about it so much and the reason various franchises talk about it is because it's true. You have to establish that. And some teams seem to have a knack for it, and other teams, I, I know the success as far as being at the pinnacle is cyclical, but... There are teams out there that are run properly, even if they don't have the talent to be at the top. And uh, it's, you can see it. So the pay is a little more significant than I thought, or at least it, at least it was last year, where you get picked at the bottom of the first round. It's, it's about half the guaranteed money. So that is somewhat, uh, somewhat significant, which makes this discussion actually even more intriguing. I'd still, I'd still rather go to a— Have to the a, good fit, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And even if you have to be, uh, you know— an, an, uh, 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 an Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, where you sit for a year yeah. on a good team, even better. to learn from a veteran. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. Uh, I've heard Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid both give Alex Smith a ton of credit for showing Mahomes the ropes and how everything works, so he could hit the ground running, so to speak. They've both said that multiple times. So if I'm Jordan Love, yeah, I mean, you know, the money is it's. It's fairly significant. It really is. We're talking, you know, $10 million guaranteed as opposed to $23 million guaranteed. So it could be a significant difference. But, but, but if you're not on. in the league. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you wash out like the any number of quarter, like Christian Ponder, I mean. So if you get $23 million, how much of that do you actually get? Well, the signing bonus, that's guaranteed. So I don't, I don't know. I'm not as okay. Account. So I don't let's know say what, it is. Uh, but if it's 23, you don't know what the division is as far as what's guaranteed and what is. Total total contract for Kyler Murray last year was 35.2 million dollars, 23.6 guaranteed. All right. So after taxes, what is that? About um, 15. Right. Maybe a little less than that. But he's never going to see that 35.2 either because he'll renegotiate and get an extension. Yeah. If he plays well, he'll get an extension before he plays that out. So let's say let's say it's $17 million. Just to pick a number. $17 million will change your life. Can change your life. But it's nowhere near $100 million that you're going to make if you flourish. On the next contract, right. So... Yeah, I, I, and, I would and rather maybe... go to a quality team where I can learn. And if they have a – for instance, if Jordan Love were to go to the Patriots and he could do exactly what you just talked about that Mahomes did under um, Alex and uh, others have done, 
learning under Tom Brady, I don't know how he is as far as how rough he is with with the newcomers to the uh, organization. But, man, if I'm a quarterback, who's better to learn from than that guy? If he stays, of course. Yeah. Which right now, by the way, Tom Brady apparently is the big linchpin that's holding up everything in the NFL. That's the big story coming out of the Combine that everybody's waiting for him to do his dog and pony show and figure it out. Did you see that uh, video of, uh, I think it was uh, Julian that was uh, sitting next to him and the TV cameras were on. And he said, he pointed at him and said, he's coming back. <laughs> Just a- just to give uh, Brady a hard time. I think that's the most likely scenario, that this is just, uh, you've got to go flatter Tom a little bit, tell him how much you love him, and he's going to come back. Because I, I, I honestly don't think that uh, Belichick cares one way or the other, or even wants Brady back. You don't think so? No. Well, yeah, I think he tried to get rid of Brady a couple of years ago. You wanted Jimmy? Wanted Jimmy G? Uh, but, but I think he ends up back with the Patriots. But maybe we should do a little contest. Should we each take a team, not the Patriots, as to where we think that Tom Brady's going to land? Oh, man. I have I have no idea. I have no idea. I've seen reports, but I don't know if there, there's any veracity. I think we should them. give Austin his Titans. We'll let Austin Ryder die with his team because they're in the mix, apparently. Yeah, but Tom Brady going to the Titans. To play with his buddy, uh, Vrabel? Play for Play his buddy. For, uh, yeah, they're buddies, but they're not that tight. Actually, I'd consider it. the 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 Titans are set up to win. They've got the best running game in the league. They've got a good defense, and you know, if Ryan Tannehill can take them into the playoffs and win a what they won a game, Beat the Ravens. Yeah. And, and we're and, up on the chefs, right? You got to think. Hmm, what Gordon if, knows who they beat. Speaking of, uh, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> so, uh, speaking, why, speaking of Tennessee, how about a shout out to that state uh, today after uh, dealing their, with the tornado yes, in yeah. Nashville? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's frightening. All right, so Austin gets the Titans. Who are you taking? Uh, do we want to put uh, incriminating audio on this? Oh, parking stall lines are merely suggestions. I'll say the Patriots. No, I said outside of the outside. Patriots, which of course you'd want to pick the favorite because if you go look at the, he's going to sign with Duke, Jake. I I honestly think that there's an outside chance he's going to the Raiders. What? Yeah. Oh, man. For, with Gruden? Go to Vegas, run that town. What do they have there to put around They're him? not bad. They almost made the playoffs last year. Name me a guy. Derek Carr. No, but he won't play. Be replacing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've heard buzz about that. Plus, Giselle might like Vegas. So, she can go to Vegas while he plays in Tennessee. Who are you taking? Gordon? I don't want him to be in Tennessee just because I don't like him. I'm going with the Raiders. Austin's taking the Titans. You know, I saw a. Uh, I recently saw a uh, someone laying odds on where uh, Brady's going to go. Meaning you just googled and it just I now. I did. Yeah. And and uh, and and the Titans are actually one of the real real at the top of the I list. I know. What do you think? Why do you said I think I said we give Austin the Titans because yes. I know, but yes, I thought you were saying yeah, that. In connection with Tom Brady, I thought you were saying that because of his. Because of his fandom. No, they're they're interested. In fact, they're the team I would say that's been most rumored that Tom Brady would go to. <laughs> he just went to a Syracuse basketball game with Mike Vrabel and Julian. Yeah, Ray. that's like a thing. All the right. Raiders are a thing too. There's okay. been there's been uh, uh, scuttlebutt around that. Okay, so should I go with the Bucks or should I go with the Chargers? See, those are the other two that I think are interesting. The Chargers need a quarterback, and they're built to win now. Somewhat. Does Tom Brady want to go to a team that? Doesn't really have a 
home. That's the thing is the Chargers are just unappealing from well, a franchise standpoint, but, but they're in L.A. Maybe people would then go to the Chargers games. Well, that's yeah. what the Chargers are thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, I'll take the Chargers. You're going to take the Chargers? He's going. He's going to resign with the Patriots. Well, I think that's the most likely. Yeah. But that would be if he, if he signs with the Titans, Jake, then I'm just going to give up and I'm going to have to come in and bow to Austin. Well, here's the problem: is is Tom Brady? <laughs> the the reports are that Tom that the New England Patriots would be fine giving him like a two year contract. But the thing is, is Tom wants three. That's what they're saying will draw him away from the Patriots is they're going to guarantee him three years. And it'll be 45 by the end of it. Okay, but hold on a second. If you're Tom Brady, do you really want to go play for another franchise over freaking one year? He wants to play as long as he can because that's his future. The whole TB12 thing, he's going to go market. He's already selling it to other players. That's his whole thing. He's be superhuman and play until you're 90 like I am. But he's already proven that point. I think he's trying to do something like we haven't seen before so he can say, I've got it all figured out. And pay me a million dollars and you can have it figured out too. He can already say that. How old is he? 42. He's freaking George Blanda. He wants to play forever. Hmm. So you think it's all marketing ploy, huh? I think a lot of it is. I really do. And, And we say that so like dismissively, but I mean, he's trying to set up his life. Nothing wrong with that. We're all doing Isn't that. Isn't he already set up? Gordon, what would happen if President Trump stopped at his first billion? How many times do I have to say this to you? <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought it's he wasn't never, as rich as he said he it's was. It's never enough. Who has more, Trump or Bloomberg? Or Blo- you. Bloomberg, by a long way. Yeah. And the, but, I mean, Bloomberg's worth like 60-some billion dollars. I mean, Is like, he really? Yeah. I think he's the fourth richest guy in the country, something like that. So, I mean, we're, we're comparing... You know, Austin to Gordon here. Uh, come on, just now, in a different it. world. Stop it! What? It's not even. It's not even that. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about Gordon percent. knows how many zeros are in there. <laughs> Stop it! He has a how fortune. How Bezos? Is he? Uh, was he want to run for president too? I don't know, but he's worth significantly more than oh, uh, Bloomberg. I I These guys, you know, like uh, yeah, like Bill Gates is giving away his fortune, isn't he? Isn't he trying to feed the world or whatever? <laughs> he he's giving a significant portion, yeah, I believe, but I don't think he's like cutting out his family. But so yeah, he's I, not <laughs> he's not struggling. Want to remind you to purchase a Ford Fans on all you can eat ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dog, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream, starting as low as thirty seven bucks a ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call three two five two nine 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 to buy your Ford Fans on all you can eat tickets now. If you called up Bill Gates, uh, Austin, and uh, would you if he would give you three million, would you ask for it? Uh, yeah. Okay. What do you mean, would I ask for it? I mean, would you be willing to ask for it if you could get it? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> More next. That's all I got to do is ask. <laughs> 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I would swear my my uh, my fortune. If you really brought the check out and was right there in front of me and you had to put in the number, I would say, that's a lot of zeros. It's expensive being rich. This 
is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Zach Wilson did not go out there and light the world on fire and make it an open and shut case that he should be the quarterback. He's probably the front runner. He's got more tools than Baylor Romney or Jaron Hall. He's more of an all-around package than those two guys. Zach Wilson has a lot to improve on from last season. I watched those three quarterbacks last year, and maybe I think that Zach Wilson is the favorite to win it, but I can't sit here and be like, oh, I definitely see enough separation. I like him a lot, and I think that his ceiling and his upside is really bright. He also had catastrophic errors that really hurt the team when the money was on the table. I got it that he also had his bright moments, and I think his ceiling might be higher than the other two, but you can't say, like you said, an open and shut case for Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Old man. Little old man for Adam, dedicated to Gordon on his birthday. Guilty as charged. I'm young at heart, though. You are young at heart. You seem to have a good perspective. What's your secret? I don't know. Just living life. Just living the dream? I'm a sucker for grass. You guys make it easy to feel young. That's why I like hanging out with you. Austin keeps us young. That's not true. <laughs> what, what, if you were going to put an age to your attitudes, where would you put it? I'm pretty, I think I'm right about where I am. Really? I'm, I'm between 30 and 40-ish. Jake's like 90 to 100. Yeah, I'd say like 85. <laughs> why is that? Has you always been that way? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. And why so? I don't know. How's it, my how the, personality. How, why are you the way you are? How does it manifest itself? Um, The way he drives, like the way he, he thinks, the yeah, way he you talks, do, you do the way he dresses, yeah. you drive the things slow, he eats. Yeah, you wear the, you wear the cardigans. and you, Right. The documentary channel is constantly on. <laughs> Correct. I, I, like, I can appreciate reads, that. Reads and reads and reads. I like novels and vinyl records. Yeah. Huh. All right. I think we should eat dinner earlier in the day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love shuffleboard. I play bridge. You are, yeah. The evidence is stacked high. <laughs> right. What else? Uh, drove a Buick LeSabre for a long time. You did? He, he's very thrifty. Exactly. I wear these uh, flat caps that old people wear. Those are cool. Uh, <laughs> not a, Did yeah, you what, just spit? What was no. that? No, I no, I'm sorry. Not all of us can have tags on our shoes, Gordon. <laughs> no, I like your hats. Jeez. No, they're cool driving hats. I like them. I just was you insulted like on, by Gordon. Do, do you put on... <laughs> about my wardrobe. <laughs> Not a good day for you. Believe me, that's no. good. Do you, do you ever like put on like driving gloves, you know, and a driving scarf? No, <laughs> no, not much of a scarf guy. Going for a drive in the country. My scarf. Do you wear game like ascots? No. Uh. Uh-uh. What they used to call those things that are like mock turtlenecks? They called them dickies. Yeah, like uh, cousin Eddie wears in uh, Christmas vacation. And it just comes down. To- <laughs> It just comes yeah, I kind of want one. Oh, you got to own one already. I don't. I wish I did. You don't? I, I don't. I would Wing wear Wingtip shoes all the time. Wingtips are pretty awesome. 
I like it. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain. I think that's uh, those are good qualities. Jake. I think to sum up why I feel Jake is that old in his personality is he just does not care what you think of him. He doesn't. That's a thing of beauty. It is. It's, I appreciate I envy that. that. Yeah. I wish See, I had. He's no... not a slave to worrying about what other. See, people even think. that compliment does sound a little bit like an insult. However, why? <laughs> I wish I couldn't care how I look. Man, this buffoon looks ridiculous, but he really doesn't care. <laughs> he's got so much self-respect, he's self-unaware. I wouldn't be caught dead looking or talking like that, but you know, it works for you, though. Mm. Pound it. <laughs> That's all right. I'm taking it as a compliment, yeah, Austin. I'm for who it's for. I'm taking it positively. Uh, you, on the other hand, you're lucky it's your birthday. Why? Because we can now re- remain friends after the barrage of insults that I've... <laughs> I've battered today. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do we switch roles today? When do I ever insult Austin. you? I don't have I don't seem to have any audio of it. Gentle kidding is not Gentle insult. Kidding. I get people coming up to me regularly. Why is Jake so mean to you? You do not. Yeah, including you... members of your family. Oh, I know, but they're just doing that to throw me under the bus. <laughs> okay. It's all about you. <laughs> I'll tell you what I get most of the time is, boy, how do you put up with that, Gordon? Do you really? All the time. Constantly. Well, I apologize. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm sorry. If, uh, your life is more difficult <laughs> because of me. <laughs> and I, I might as well apologize to all I don't value our, Jake's opinion. <laughs> I might as well apologize to all our listeners. I don't too. like Jake. Sorry if I... Uh, wow, that one was harsh. That one hurt my feelings a little bit. No, he's kidding. All right. We're uh, kidding. He's kidding. It was you. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's kidding. Did I just refer to myself in the third person? Trust me. I know the man. He's kidding. <laughs> he would never say something like that and mean it. He's going to do what he got to do. Stay tuned. More Big Show next on a birthday for Gordon, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. <laughs> Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, and happy birthday, buddy. What, what are you going to do tonight? What's what's on oh, tap? Oh, he celebrated Sunday, Jake. He did celebrate Sunday, that's true. Because you don't celebrate on your birthday. Well, yeah, but I didn't I didn't celebrate to the nth degree. So you are going home to celebrate. Yeah. So bed by 8.15, huh? Well, see, that's uh, the, that's why I was yeah, but wondering. I won't be asleep. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. watching TV in the news. <laughs> How's the stock market doing today? <laughs> oh, brother. Thank you. So you're going home to celebrate with the family? Yes. I Not going to be a romantic birthday celebration? Uh, you know, Chester may show up. It's Was not it? Chester's birthday. I was, well, it is. Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> doesn't Chester have a house full of people right now? Yeah, but they eventually peel away, you know. So uh, it'll be it'll be a good it'll be a good evening. It, okay, well, <laughs> gross. Yeah, good, good <laughs> gross. for you. Come on, I'm going to be spending time with my family. What's not to love? So just hanging out at home. Do you want? Yeah. Do, do you honestly want to know what and when Chester's birthday was on this show? When September 30th, 2015. Oh wow, that's when he was born on the big show. Is that true? Uh, 100. How many how many cakes does Gordon get this year? Should get a cake on Sunday. Ice cream cake. You're going to get a different cake today. 
Uh, probably. Multiple cakes. <laughs> so not only not only so multiple celebrations, but multiple cakes. I am so yes. guilty as charged. You on are. I, you are. Um, I, let me throw, uh, may I throw myself on the mercy of the court? And considering how much you dug your heels in when we were talking about this, I'm just proud of you, that's all. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine to admit when you're wrong, and I'm happy you're enjoying I your birthday. I wasn't wrong. I just, if this is the way the people that I'm close to want to celebrate it, then, you know, I'm always up for a party. See, you say you just enjoy spending time with your family, and I believe that, and you love your family, but yet you're constantly throwing them under the bus. Like what? Just now! Saying, I don't want birthday celebrations, but it's not up to me. My family loves me so much, even though I don't want to no, do it. No, I, I just I do want it. What's, I want what's best for them. See? <laughs> Which is to celebrate you? <laughs> I, you know what? You win. You win with that logic. That carries the day. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it carries I, the I, day. I, I, it was so funny because on Sunday, Lisa said, you better not tell Jay. <laughs> Uh, I just love that. It's in their best interest to throw me a birthday party. (laughs) And you know what? It is, Gordo. It is. No, I am am flattered when they make any kind of, you know, and I hope everybody out there who has a birthday, I hope your loved ones treat you guys right uh, because it is kind of nice to at least take a, a little time to to feel good and feel close to the people that are important to you. Absolutely. In fact, go home, enjoy, soak it in, buddy. You you have fun with that family. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate it. Thanks, Austin. Happy birthday. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.